Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio. It's Saturday morning. We got Andy Kretzinger here, and we're going to be getting some coaches and some media people together, maybe even Scotty Melvin if he can get up <laughs> to help give us some scores. Uh, I was at the Kinnick Stadium last night for an experience uh, I'll remember from my lifetime, but there was a lot more action. Andy, uh, let's let our listeners know. Well, where are you? We'll start with the game you were at. Yeah, so I was in Fairfield for one of our big rivalry games last night, Fairfield and Mount Pleasant, and uh, uh, Fairfield was the home team, and you know the favorite. They had they had uh, a little more talent coming back, and I'd say that the the, the stars for the Fairfield team, the the kids you want to watch out for, uh, showed up last night for sure. Uh, they they beat Mount Pleasant forty one to twenty. Uh, Fairfield scored twenty points. Boom, boom, boom. Um, Hunter Sassini had a really, really good game on the ground, especially early on, and that opened up the passing game, and, and Tate Allen ended up hitting Max Wheaton for four touchdowns, I think Tate threw for five, but that combination, that quarterback tight end combination, which is, you know, their their deadly one, uh, it was absolutely on. Every single one of those balls is on the money. Uh, Max was had a step on his guy about every time. Well, a couple of those, uh, I think at least one of those was a little jump ball, but um, that looked like... If that's working all year, that's going to be a pretty darn tough team to to beat. So um, Mount Pleasant, you know, they're they're down twenty nothing. They kind of they inched back in with a uh, um, Jacob Rickman threw a touchdown pass. He is his first game as kind of the QB one. He had some he played some last year. I think he even started one last year because of injury. But um, and they they were down twenty to six with the ball about the twenty two um, late in the second quarter, and they they could have scored. And if they would have scored that, they would have had the ball, you know, down one possession in the third. But um, Fairfield stopped them, and then the third quarter came around, and Mount Pleasant made a couple of mistakes, and Fairfield capitalized on it both. And then you bl- you blinked your eyes in the third quarter, and then Fairfield was back in control. So uh, it was a big win for the Trojans, and I think that they won. You know, something like four of their first five last year, and um, they look like they're in, in for a, a pretty strong start this year as well. Well, it's important to get off to a good start. Let me ask you a little bit about the Mount Pleasant team. I know they struggled a lot last year, but we were looking yep. for some improvement out of them. Do, you, do they, they seem a little better than they did last year, or are they about on the same par? Uh, I'd say offensively, you could, uh, besides the beginning of the first and the beginning of the third, you know, it was pretty even game. Well, I mean, if you took these, not you could take those out, but. Um, Mount Pleasant was able to move the ball a little bit. Um, you know, they, they have Peyton Higgins coming back, and he's their big playmaker. Fairfield did a really good job of keeping him. You know, I mean, that's a kid that can that's a kid yeah, that can a catch the ball. Athlete. And, real good athlete. Yeah, he can he can move and score from anywhere. Um, I was really impressed. Uh, once they were down 20 nothing, I was Eric Greenhouse, um, uh, who's, a, who's a power back, you know, kind of a fullback body. Um, they started giving it to him up the middle, and he would rumble for, you know, six, seven yards at a time. And that was really, once they could – run the ball up the middle um, that, you know, kind of let, let them do a little bit. And their little swing passes to, uh, to Peyton Higgins and Carter Amos, which, which is kind of going to be their bread and butter. But I thought that Rickman played pretty good. Mount Pleasant had a, a few drop passes, uh, even on some where it was a, a open guy and you, you know, you could tell it was going to go for a lot of yards, but Rickman looked pretty comfortable over there. Uh, it was just defensively, you know, they struggled with, um, you know, if a team if a team's got a good passing game like Fairfield does, and they can run the ball against you, then your your defensive backs are, are ch- you know they were chasing around. You know, they couldn't put three guys on Max Wheaton or anything. They had to you know, they had to ask one two guys to stop him, and that's usually not going to work. Well, uh, Hunter was at a pretty exciting game, wasn't he? Hunter was, yeah. Hunter was at Washington and, and Burlington, and that was a game that 
we did not know what to expect because both teams lost a lot of seniors. Um, but, you know, uh, Ethan um, Patterson was back for, for Washington at quarterback. And um, and so they, they had a little bit back on the offense. And that ended up 21 to 14. So that's demon defense. Uh, Washington's always one of the best defensive teams. And, and they were able to, I think Burlington took a, a short, uh, quick lead in that. I think it might have been 6 nothing, and um, but, but Washington only gave up uh, another score. Um, throughout the game, they had a big defensive stop at the end of the game. So that's a big one. You know, Burlington beat those guys, you know, by 20 points or something like that last year. That Burlington had a bunch of really good seniors last year, uh, but so did Washington. So um, that sets up, you know, Washington's got Mount Pleasant next week. That's on the road. That's out Mount Pleasant. So um, if Washington wins that, then that's a 2-0 and start and a pretty good start um, going into district play. And then and, and on the other end, it's a good – opportunity for Mount Pleasant after losing to one of their chief rivals to turn around and play the other one. And, um, you know, I think they'd probably take a split if they could beat Washington. Well, uh, I guess here in uh, the Richland area, there is some joy in Mudville. Uh, yeah. Because Pekin got off the snide and uh, Coach Weber got his first big win in uh, and uh, uh, against Cardinal, which I, I, was, I was impressed. Yeah, and that's um, I would say that that was kind of our uh, after our, our big school games, the Washington and, and Fairfield Mount Pleasant games. That was the one that I had keyed in on most because that's one of my favorite rivalries, Cardinal and Pekin. It just kind of seems like there's a little bad blood, you know. There's <laughs> it seems like they it's it's a real fierce rivalry, and um, it's interesting, you know. Fair, uh, Pekin used to dominate that rivalry until the last couple of years, and Cardinal beat them by I don't even fifty something last year, and. Um, again, it's high school, high school football. Um, Cardinal had basically all seniors last year, and they all graduated. And, and Pekin, even though they didn't play very well, uh, or they didn't have a very good season last year, they, they had some kids coming back. And that Luke Wong, um, who I believe caught 35 of their 39 passes last year, I think they had him slot in a quarterback last night, and he did pretty good. But obviously, it's the, they won 20 to nothing, so it's the defense you got to look at. And Pekin defense is able to come up big, and, and I'm sure that it's uh, – going to be a, a much happier weekend, Mudville, as you call it, uh, with beating the rival Comets there. Yeah, that that was a big – I mean, that, that's huge for, for Pekin, you know. I mean, uh, and that's huge for Coach Weber, and that's the right way to start the season off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's just get that – you know, because once you get wins, you get confidence. Yeah. And that would be – anyway, I know everyone in, uh, in Packwood and in Richland and Hedrick and Ollie, they're, they're over the moon about that one. Yeah, I bet they are. So, uh, uh, what about Van Buren and uh, Central Lee? Uh, that was a, yep. a game of some interest. Yep, and a, a few of these I'll have quite have stats on, but I know that Van Buren won 22 to 20, had to hang on there at the end. I, I think Central Lee had a shot there at the end from what I, of course, I was following a lot of these on Twitter and stuff. But, um, yeah, Van Buren County with a, a two-point win to start the season, um, uh, which is – you know, pretty darn good. Van Buren County is going to be going into a pretty tough district, and um, once they get into district play, so get a little confidence. Um, and you know, they have some. They have some. They've had a pretty young team the last few years. Van Buren County has. Um, they're they're very similar to another team um, that got a win last night. Columbus. Columbus. Uh, oh yeah, uh, they up, really rolled up big time. Yeah, yeah, like fifty five. So those are two teams that you know had a lot, had a lot of the talent coming back, and we're in football. You know, even if you didn't have a very good year last year, sometimes it's just how much you have, how many kids you have coming back from the varsity team. So that was a big one for Van Buren. Those probably our tightest game, you know, that one in the Washington game. And then 
And of course, Columbus just, I haven't seen the stats on how many yards that Caden Amagon had, but I'm, I'm guessing it's a lot. <laughs> well, there was one game I saw a score on that was even closer than that, and that was a Tumma Oskaloosa. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Oskaloosa was um, expected to win that game, or at least in the, you know, in the circles that I was in. And I was in Fairfield, and they, they know a thing or two about both those schools, so. Um, and what an exciting game for a, for a rivalry, you know, for an Atumla Oskaloosa kind of a, a neighborhood deal there. And uh, that's a big win for Atumla, you know, just a few years ago, uh, Atumla was at a real low, you know, and, and they were having trouble competing in games. And, and now they're getting a win over a rival. They got uh, Fairfield, the war on 34 next week. And um, that's the battle for uh, the battle for the highway. I was telling you know, the Fairfield people last night, now if they beat Atumla, they could paint the highway orange or whatever. But um uh, yeah, that should be a, a really fun one next year, and one of those two teams is going to be 2-0. Well, it seems, it seems like experience is paying off in, in this game. You know, Tumwa and Oskaloosa have such brutal uh, district. Yeah, play, they do. But these non-conference games, you know, and uh, and I just it, it just, you know, you got a, a tough schedule, but you get it off to the right start on an on uh-huh. opening day win. That's uh, that's pretty good. Well, shoot me some other other scores that you got. Yeah, so um, now some of these will, will be uh, only uh, – so I don't have the score list in front of you. Waco won um, by about 50 points last night. I think they were at 49-0 to zero at the end of the third quarter, and they um, they played Springville. And Springville scored, I think, 22 in the fourth, and, and Waco might have scored again. So it was it was roughly like 56-20 to 20 or something like that. But um, but they rolled. Uh, what about Union was tied at halftime and then scored 22 unanswered in the third quarter, and, and they – uh, ended up winning by something something fifteen to twenty. I, I just saw stats on that one actually, and um, Cam Buffington went for one ninety nine and four on the ground and scored another on the, through the year. So he's he's still uh, kind of dominating the eight man scene. The New London took a tough loss. Um, it was fourteen twelve a half, and they lost by a couple of scores uh, over there. A long trip to Clarksville, so they've got a really rare zero and two start over in New London. Uh, Highland played East Buchanan, which is a real, real tough team to play, and they got shut out in that one. Uh, I think it was fifty or fifty nothing or fifty six nothing, something, something yeah, around didn't there. Have, didn't, didn't that team Highland play have like one of the best football players in Iowa? Yeah, yeah, a real big guy. I mean that that was that was uh, of all the teams that were you know they were they were facing the uphill climb more than anybody else this week that we cover so. So you know Highland will be all right this year. It's just that they had they had a tough, tough. So you know someone's got to play the the top ranked teams in the preseason and, and uh, or the non district. Unfortunately, it was Highland. So, so uh, they lost. Um, Sigourney Kyoto lost in the Snake Pit yeah. uh, last night to Durant for the first time in a long time. Um, we know that they had pretty much all seniors last year as, as far as the kids who ha- you know, touched the ball. They got a couple of. You know, they got Caden Clarehan back. They got a couple of younger kids, but they got a lot to replace there, and Durant's a good team. And then uh, Mid-Prairie pulled out one against Burlington. What was that, 2014? It was a couple scores. There, no, it might have been 28-18. It was a pretty close game throughout there in West or in Burlington. Um, let's see. Who haven't we talked about? That might be it. That might be it for the Indian teams. Yeah, the, the Mid-Prairie game. That uh, that seemed like a pretty good game, and uh, – uh... You know, Mid Prairie did come in. We were we were uh, wondering about Mid Prairie because they're they're replacing a lot of people. Uh, yeah, Sigourney's replacing a lot of people. Uh, we're we're seeing uh, having seniors and experienced players is, is paying off quite a bit. Yeah, and I want, I'm trying to think of the schedule right now. Does Mid Prairie and place Sigourney? I think they play next maybe? week. I, I think know, they do that. So, that, so that is a lot of new kids getting re you know 
getting thrown into that rivalry, and that should be a. Well, I, I can't promise where we're going to be next next week, but we're supposed to be at one of the small school games. That mm-hmm. just might be the the game we wind up at. That was definitely a game that uh, I was looking at for the round guy game of the week. Uh, well, uh, that's pretty. Um, I, you mentioned Mepo won. Yeah, me, Mediapolis. Well, I think we talked about that before we went on, but Mediapolis won by a lot. Um, well, they're playing Wapolo, so um, I mean, Mediapolis is going to have a really good team this year. Yeah. I'm trying to think of non, not you know, we we cover the the teams that I've already went over. I'm trying to think of other local teams and how they do. Oh, Fort Madison beat Keok. I got a pretty close one. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the yep. Fort Madison got on there. Uh, uh, yeah, that. That is what I expected to happen, but it did look like Keokuk played a pretty good game, and maybe they'll yep. maybe they're making some uh, steps forward. At, that Keokuk program is, you know, I mean, I know the baseball team uh, went from a three-win season to a thirteen-win season and a yeah. playoff win, so you know that, yeah, that well, that's there, there's some improvement in there. Yeah, they sure did. Although I would say, and I, I can't be quote, you know, 100% quoted on this. I know that Fort Madison had a ton of seniors last year. I think that Keokuk had a lot of a key seats. So I think that was one of those games last night, the Fort Madison Keokuk, where there were a lot of new kids. You know, it's game one. You know, and it's like, sometimes it's unfortunate that there, some of the rivalry games have to happen, especially because the Southeast Conference teams got split into 3A and 4A. So you get your Fairfields and Mount Pleasants and your Fort Madisons and Keokuk's right off the bat. But uh, I think that was a lot of new kids kind of got indoctrined into the varsity um, thing. So I want, you know, the, those local Southeast teams, the um, the big 3A teams and the low 4A teams are all going to be, you know, pretty, you know, the Fairfield, Mount Pleasant, Keokuk, Washington. Um, Last year, there was a big gap in between those teams. Um, but this year, besides Fairfield bringing a ton back, a lot of those teams lost some some key things. So I wonder how it's going to shake out when, you know, you get Fort Madison and Washington and and, stuff, and matchups like that later in the year. That'll be interesting to watch. Well, Albia beat Eddieville, Blakesburg. Uh, trying to think of any other scores that I... Well, I can tell you that my alma mater, Sheridan, lost 24 nothing in Centerville. So. <laughs> oh, well, there was there was a game uh, we were, Scotty and I were uh, paying a little attention to, not exactly an area game, but Audubon played uh, oh, Southeast yes. Warren. And uh, because we saw both those teams play last week, and uh, Scotty and I, we both thought, you know, we both thought Southeast Warren would win that, and they did. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They, I, I, I knew that would have been lost. I guess I forgot that it was against uh, – Southeast Warren. So, uh, was it in Southeast Warren? Or was it in, It wasn't yeah. in Southwest Valley. It was in Southeast Warren. I, I, I think okay. it was in Southeast Warren. Southeast Warren. That surprised me because I thought I mean, we saw them, they were playing different teams, but I would have thought that Audubon was the better of those two teams. That that kid. Audubon um, is in the same boat with Sigourney, trying to replace. Yeah. You know when you you replace six guys on offense and five guys on defense, you know it's a uh, it's going to take more than a couple games to get that. Uh, yeah to get that all going, but, uh, yeah, a heck of a night of exciting, uh, uh action for opening night. Uh, how big was the crowd where you were? Oh, it was big, of course. Yeah, I mean, opening night and the fact that it was Fairfield, not pleasant. I struggled to get out of the house a little bit. And so I, you know, basically had to park on the other side of Fairfield <laughs> to get <laughs> over there. And, well, and, and there, I mean, there was a pretty good crowd for the freshman teams, I think, uh, cause the, the, so Mount Pleasant and Fairfield got over very, very late because the freshman game, right down to the horn uh and it was over at 7 30 which is what the time that the varsity game was supposed to start they get 40 minutes to warm up so um but it was pretty packed last night and so um it was and it was loud fairfield has a new sound system they they were cranking the tunes after the win 
Um, and the student section was the student sections on both sides. I looked at the students for for both Fairfield and Mount Pleasant. And I was like, man, the whole school came out to the, to those games. Um, I like to to see Fairfield was in some Hawaiian garb last night, night and um, Mount Pleasant was in the whiteout. I, I I was thinking last night that I should I should write down the the little theme nights that these student sections have and keep a win loss of the different uh, gimmicks. So. One one zero for the Hawaiians and zero and one for the uh, whiteout right now, uh, as, as far as my standings are concerned. Well, uh, the game I was at, um, I know a few days before they'd sold four thousand. They're trying to get over to five thousand, but then they they made a switch. Uh, it was all cashless, you know. And oh, somehow, yes. kind of the, the day before, something they decided that they would take cash if you walked up, oh, that's good. That's and good. they walked up. I mean, yeah. I think there was 10,000 people there. I mean, this whole section, there was, uh, you know, they just kept them all on one section or one side. Mm-hmm. But that whole side was full from post to pillar. I mean, and it was crazy. And, uh, you know, to see uh, – and then uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Coach James Harris, uh, a Southeast oh, Iowa yeah. favorite. And uh, yeah. uh, he has – it was – it was the only difference between watching the war – Washington Demons, and Watson the uh, uh, when when he coached, and Watson uh-huh. Liberty when he coaches is the color of the uniforms. Yeah, one was black yeah, yeah, and one yeah. was white, but they were black and blue all night long, baby. They uh, they really took City High down. They dominated the game. Their quarterback mm-hmm. made just tremendous decisions. Uh, just did a great job all night long. They ate cloth. They tackled. They got. Hats on, guys. It was, you know, it was James Harris football. It was just like watching the the, the Washington Demons when he was coaching there. You know, what I mean, it was just yeah. the exact uh, the exact thing. And uh, um, they treated us fantastic. Us, uh, we did a, did a couple previews of the game, and then City High's uh, high school shared it, and uh, they were so happy with Scott's evaluation, and then. We had a guy from a coach, uh, coaches a seven-man team there, call us, and then mm-hmm. he invited me to this tailgate, you know. And I'm like, well, I, I can go to a tailgate, you know. And I got a little, did some interviews with some people there. But we were right across the street from from Kinnick. I got to park there for free mm-hmm. and then step out of my car and start putting hamburgers in me and uh, got some interviews from, you know, uh, that Ben, uh, I can't remember his last name, but he's the, the big the great player that they got uh, talked to his mom, uh, the city high city highs, you know, they got, they got a lot of talent, but they got a little wake up call last night that they, people aren't just going to uh, give up because you put on that uniform and go out on the field. Again, yeah. You know, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a world of difference between the first game and the last game, but uh, last night was pretty much magical. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, well, Thanks for being with us, Scott, or being with us, Andy. Is there anything uh, that you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think we got it all covered. It was exciting, exciting first week. All right. Well, this has been uh, Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues, and the high school football season is underway, and uh, the teams are alive and kicking. Thanks for being with us. Thanks. Hey.